Welcome back to episode 169 of Your Best Year Starts Here with me, Neil Martin, and my good friend, Mr. Nigel Risner. And Nigel, just before um, we started recording, uh, I can't remember your exact words, but you basically said something along the lines of, all right, cut the excuses, COVID's over. No, I didn't say COVID is over. I said we have to start acting as if COVID is over because we now need to start being a little bit more professional. And the reason I'm saying this is I try to book a hotel for next Monday night. Now, when this comes out, I can't remember. Monday, so be, the day that you'll be staying in that hotel or not staying in that hotel. Which is Valentine's night, and I'm going to be on my own because I'm that type of romantic person, you know. <laughs> I'm sure Fran loves you for that. Yeah, be married 37 years, happily four. But, you know, I'm, I'm going to be out 14th of, of February. Um, I'm doing a speech in the morning, and I, book a, and I try and book a very nice hotel. And to go online, because it's easier to go online because they've got special rates, you need to be a member. Well, I, so I try and log on to be a member, and it's too complicated. And after that five minutes of telling me I don't have a password because I'm not a member yet, but you need to be a member to get the special rates, I nearly give up. Then I decided to ring up because I think they, they'd like my money. And for the record, this room is nearly £200 for the night. So not cheap, and it's not a special Valentine's. I'm not having dinner with them. I just want a night. That's why I'm speaking in the morning. The recorded message says, due to covid you might find the service a little bit slow. So through the Christmas period, that's the message. <laughs> I'm thinking we're now in February. February. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you may find it takes longer to deal with it. Now I get, I'd have lots of hospitality clients. So I'm putting myself out here on a limb that they've had a horrible time, horrific time. They've got a horrible time getting staff, whatever. Yeah. But to change an answer machine message isn't an issue. New business and bookings coming in should be a priority. They then, so I ring the hotel direct. I then get through to somebody, so I'll put you through to somebody to put me through to the same answer machine message that I've just listened to. <laughs> then I get, um, my name is Jane. I'm the founder of Handpicked Hotels or whatever the company was, but it was Handpicked Hotels. And I'd love for you to stay there. And I still haven't got a reservation. And I tried from eight o'clock this morning and it's nearly 200 pounds and it's hard work. And what's going to end up happening is I'm going to stay at a Premier Inn. Yep. And I'll have to drive another eight miles to the venue, but it will happen and I'll get a guaranteed good night's sleep, which is all I care about. And, <laughs> and, your, and your dream of chocolate because all their bed sheets match your favourite chocolate, right? Exactly right. <laughs> but what I'm saying is I, I, I'm giving up on this because it, they're making it too hard work. And as we come, we're not out of COVID. I mean, I know regulations are changing and the government's yep. coming to ideas. But as we start coming out of this pandemic, we need to start acting as if we're phenomenal again. You know, we started this whole podcast three years ago with, you know, if you had to compete against the world best, what would you do? Yep. Well, now you have to compete on a daily basis because I can give my money to anybody. I can actually, this is the real kicker, I could stay at home and leave at six in the morning. Yep. I'm choosing not to, and I'm going to try and give somebody £200 of my money. Now, that's a fair chunk of money for a room, and at the moment, if they haven't got rooms sold by now, it's unlikely they're going to have rooms sold. So this is pure profit for them. I'm not asking for dinner, and I virtually don't even need breakfast. I just want someone to sleep. But they're making it hard work. So yeah. anyone who's running a small business and you're listening to our podcast, and you know I rent, make it easy. 
because I went out for dinner last night to a new restaurant that is near us in Boreham in Hertfordshire. Not the most salubrious place, but this owner has made it really easy. There's a bit like the Gordon Ramsay story. There's not that many things on the menu, but what is on the menu is phenomenal. Yep. And then because he just opened up, he gave everyone a treat. You know, he gave someone a liqueur, and I got a Diet Coke, and he'd written on it, 1969, to make me feel special. You know, this type of stuff... It costs virtually nothing, but it's memorable. And you can't keep using this excuse of, well, because of COVID. I know it's COVID. I know it's terrible. But what people will do is they'll go elsewhere and they never come back. You know, we could have stopped doing the podcast because we did all of the first year and a half face-to-face. And then we realized we had to do it online. And then we were in different countries and we managed it. Is the quality the same? I don't know, but we haven't had any complaints. Is the humour still as nuts as ever? Yes, it is. Even your mother is laughing at us. My family get delighted if I mention one thing. Somebody gets up to have mention the other. But what we've tried to do is be consistent with our delivery. And that's what today's message is about. You've got to be consistent with your delivery, regardless of how you feel. Because there are times I feel shite. Apologies for anyone listening there. But I can't be asked. So it's having a CBA moment. I feel shite. I had a brain aneurysm. Five years ago, then a reoccurrence two years ago. I've still got to deliver. Yep. I can't keep saying, well, I had a brain aneurysm. Because that's what it, I mean, my, I've got friends who say, but you do. But seriously, I can't keep using that as an excuse. You know, I get that people have relationship breakups. But at some point, you can't keep saying, well, it's because of this. The past is a place of reference, not a place of residency. Yep. And we've got to this point now where this past is so strong but it's becoming a bit of an excuse. So a massive apologies is if you have a member who is seriously ill from COVID, because it's not about COVID per se, it's about acting to get yourself out of this so that we can start getting back to some sort of normality. And there'll be some businesses that don't make it because their customers have gone elsewhere. Yeah, it's interesting. It's interesting because... Earlier this morning, you know, prior to us recording this, um, I met up with a few people for coffee in a in a little coffee shop that I, you know, I go to probably about once a week. And I was talking to the guy that runs it, and um, he's short short staffed today because he's got three people off COVID. Well, two of them COVID related. Um, neither of those have any symptoms, but they're having to isolate. Uh, and one person that's ill that's not COVID, but it, he's basically short staff. And so he's been there since five o'clock this morning. So, you know, his, his approach to it is not, hey, COVID's an excuse. His approach to it is, we've got to function as normal, which means I've got to be at five o'clock in the morning. Or so actually, as near to normal exactly, as yeah, possible. Exactly, which means I've got to be here at five o'clock in the morning so that I can prep all the stuff that I'd normally be in the kitchen doing while there's someone else doing front of house, you know. Yeah. Um, and, you know, f- phenomenal, phenomenal service to do that. And, you know, you shouted out the bad service, so I'll shout out the Sober Parrot in Cheltenham for the good service. Um, you know, and it's but, but, but there's the tragedy, Neil. You get bad service, and you tell many more people yeah. than when it's good service, and then you know we embellish the bad stories because very soon, you know, there was a flood in the hotel, and then you know <laughs> Noah's Ark appeared, and then you know we start going on and on, and by the end of it, it was just I couldn't get a reservation. It's now turned into a catastrophe yeah. because people like me are on stage. And that's my material. And I always want to say to people, the reason most motivational speakers never run out of material is because we get such shite service. And then we just use that story 
literally on the way to a hotel. I still love going into a hotel where they don't even look up and just say credit card. <laughs> I think I'm here. Look at me. Yep. You know, I have a whole credit card story. You know, I'm not going into it now, but there are, I have so much material from bad service. And then, you know, I do a story about Tiffany, which is good service, but that's a minute, three minutes of an hour speech and 90, 97 minutes, <laughs> 57 <laughs> minutes. Yeah, there you go. 57 minutes could just be stories of stuff that's happened. My wife always says, I could eat around the world for free or I could stay in hotels for free because most service is bad. Now, I have a client, Ed Bracken, who has the Radisson Red Hotel at Heathrow, who is doing the most phenomenal job, you know, massive staff issues. They have 200 crew staying there every night. They've got massive issues. And he's done a phenomenal job turning this hotel town this hotel around and he has an interesting business because he only has people say like one night pre-flights. So he can't even build up rapport, but he has a phenomenal conference facility, which they're now building up because it's now two years post pandemic for them. But he's got to be on form every time someone walks in and they're only there for a a minute because they're in for a minute checking in. Then they go to the room. Then they're probably having dinner. Then they're having a minute breakfast. And as I say to every hotelier, your breakfast needs to be better than your dinner because that's your last memory. Yep. It's, it's interesting. Another, another example I can give you, actually. I um, We're just going to do examples for the next uh, three well, episodes. I, 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 made a, I made a balls up, and it was my balls up, right? Um, I booked some theatre tickets recently, and I booked the wrong performance. So I'd been looking at the details on my phone. You know, found found the performance, checked everything would work with the arrangements and childcare and all that kind of stuff to go to London for a weekend for this theatre thing. And then thought it'd be easier to book it on my computer. Okay, so I got my computer out and I booked it. And it was only when the confirmation email came through, I realised I booked the matinee, not the evening. You're such a romantic, aren't you? Okay. You're so romantic. Right, so what do you need to do when that happens? Well, you need to phone them up and change the booking right should be straightforward and i phone them up and they're like the best way to deal with this we're inundated with calls because of the pandemic is to go to our website and i'm like okay well i've already been on your website i can't see where i changed this but let me go and have another look hang up the phone you know and um i get through to a page on their website and it says you know, fill in your details but we will endeavor to call you back within 10 working days now, do you think the theatre tickets I was trying to book will still be available in 10 days' time? I think it's highly unlikely, right? So I get back on the phone. And I'm on the phone for, I don't know, like on hold, waiting to speak to someone for, it was over an hour, probably close to an hour and a half. But I knew I had to get this resolved because otherwise, you know, I'd have given up and we'd go see the matinee, right? So it's like, if I don't do it now, I'm not going to do it. So on hold, like, you know, let's say about 90 minutes. I get through to someone and I tell them what's happened. They said, oh, yeah, this happens a lot. And it's like, well, if you know it happens, I mean, I didn't say this to her because it's not her fault, but it's like, if you know this happens a lot, why aren't you changing your website so that when people go from looking at things on a phone to looking at it on their computer, it's really clear that it's different rather than if this happens a lot, you let a lot of people book the wrong seats, you know, and fair play, they sorted it out quickly enough. But the one bit that was irritating, and this is the the bit I want to highlight, the one bit that was irritating was the the seats I ended up booking for the evening. Um, let me rephrase that. The seats I wanted for the evening actually were fractionally cheaper than the ones I'd booked for the matinee. But they couldn't refund the difference because it had been more than 14 minutes since I'd made the booking. 
Now, the only reason it had been more than 14 minutes is because they'd had me on hold for over an hour. Now, it wasn't a huge difference. So I said, it doesn't matter. Are there seats at the price point I just booked? Because they're probably better seats anyway. I'll just take them. Like, I wasn't that bothered. But my point is, the reason given was, you know, it's been more than 14 minutes. Well, when you pick the phone up to them, it tells you to expect to be on hold for at least an hour because they're inundated with things. And if you go to their website, it tells you you've got to wait 10 days. So to then put a timer on something of 14 minutes is a little bit ridiculous and leaves a slight bad taste. But you see, here's the whole point on all of this. They could have done two things. One is say, we'll donate the money to charity. And you'd have gone, that's brilliant. Yep. Okay. And then, and then that would have resolved that whole issue because yep. it's complicated to refund the money. But I say to every single business that I work with, be a customer for 20 minutes dealing with you yep. and see what it feels like. Because for most of you, you've made it so complicated for a simple purchase. And I know that the internet has changed the world because you can do many more things and, they, and it's easy until it's not easy. Yep. And then I can't read because I'm, you know, I'm getting old and I, you know, I'm, I get to my phone, I've highlighted it and I still can't see it. So then you go onto your computer and it is the layout is different because it's different from mobile. Then I can't remember and I have to go back to my phone. Yep. For everyone who's listening, please, please, please recognize three things. Be a customer in your own journey. Put yourself on a mailing list and see the rubbish you send out. And, and it, most of it is. Think about every customer that comes in. What experience have you left them with? And then would you want to go back to that establishment with high praise? Because everyone could do your marketing for you. Every bad experience is so costly. And a good experience is just what they expected. So, you know, if you go to a restaurant and you have the meal and everything turns up the way you did, well, that's what you ordered. Yeah, there's no story. There's no story because it's what you expected. When a steak comes medium rare and I go, they've they've cooked this brilliantly. Now they've cooked it the way I asked because they've asked me, how do you want it cooked? I go, medium rare. And then you're so excited and you go, look, it's medium rare. But that's (laughs) only what I'm booked. Yeah. When someone books me as a motivational speaker, very motivational, I kind of go, well, that's what you asked me for. (laughs) Yep. So I only get the higher praise if I turn up a bit earlier, I stay a bit longer, I deliver something extra that makes them feel special. But uh, I, did a, I did a podcast for a dentist a couple of weeks ago, and, my, and, and they said, um, what's your real issue? And I went, most, uh, I, I said, and the title of the podcast was, don't be a knob. Okay, that, that's how they title that. And I went, I don't think I quite said that. They said, no, you did. I went, maybe. But that's how I just feel about people in business at the moment. Yeah. Make it easy. Make it memorable. Make it easy to be rebooked or to come back yep. and surprise people. And I wish you, do you remember Dudley Station or Universal Dudley when you get your parcel and there'd be some shite toy you know, it'd be like a, a stapler or dice. And mm-hmm. you'd order it just for the terrible toys. But it because it was that element of surprise. So let's leave this episode with asking everyone that every interaction you have this week, what surprise could you give every interaction you have with people yep. that just makes them think, what a cool touch. That's all. Yep. Yeah, it's a good way of good way of looking at it, you know. Um I think so, it, so I, I'll do something. Well, so if, I, you've loved this, if you've loved this episode and you send Neil a message, because I won't read it because I'm not that clever, <laughs> and you send Neil a message, I will send you something by way of a cool touch. How's that? Very nice. The thing I was going to say is it's, you know, it's a bit like that Maya Angelou quote 
about you know people don't remember what you say they remember how you make them feel and yeah. one of one of my clients is uh, just done a refurb of their office and that's okay. going on the wall in big letters to make sure all of their staff remember that you know because because so that key. is the bottom line isn't it it's not it's not the thing you pay for it's how you feel about it that's what counts you've paid for it and you expect that yeah now surprise me yeah you expect that or more you don't expect less and it's like when when we come back to doing it in, in, when we come back to doing it in person when you come to my house and you turn up at 5 to 11 that'll be like oh my god what a surprise <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll leave it on that note. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs>